So uh, we're starting off on the Nine Hearts podcast again with um, just a blast of noise, basically. So uh, we're starting off with Scotland's gay panic defence there. Um, absolutely amazing stuff. And um, I realised, like, uh, Pete's picked this one, but uh, I remember reviewing um, something a, a long time ago. So they did a split with Endless Swarm um, about two years ago. Um, really good stuff. Um, but yeah, this this new one is, is fantastic as well, isn't it? Party Smasher, the album. Yeah. Yeah, like I, it came out the other day, and uh, it's twenty three songs, and it's about ten minutes long. Yeah, uh, you know, really good. And uh, I, I kind of uh, saw them. I, well, I got into them just by seeing an album cover. It was a picture of um, I, I can't remember, like a protester standing up to the EDL. I think it was back in the time. A famous picture of it, and they had that on the cover, and it, like you know, went to literature and you know, loved them from then. Uh, and you're right. We I think, I, we may have even played a check on podcast as well from that endless swamp split. Um, we might have, yeah. Yeah, but like Morrissey on the front. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. But this is really good. The, you know, political and uh, you know, really, you know, the good messages in there. Uh, things we can all follow. You know, things we believe in as well. And um, and then you know, it's really good power violence hardcore as well. Yeah, just like a sense of humour as well, running through it all. Obviously, with the name, that's that's pretty obvious. But um, yeah, I, they've they've used a few memes through this, like samples of memes. So yeah, absolutely wet myself laughing like um, this to this. To be honest, um, there's a little kid just going on, just just a little Scottish kid just swearing uh, on one of the tracks. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, um, that song was called "Sick Dave," um, and you can get this at gaypanicdefense.bandcamp.com. Um, it looks like it's going to be released on 7-inch, um, but you can buy it for uh, name your price, um, as a lot of the artists that we um, sort of play do. Um, today is particularly special for like Bandcamp. You can get pretty much everything we're playing on Bandcamp today, and um, since it's the 1st of May, um, they've made um, all proceeds from all sales going straight to the artists to sort of pave the way through this uh, coronavirus um crisis i guess because people aren't able to get out and sell merch people aren't able to tour um so anything you can kind of help with at the moment is obviously well received so um it but with that in mind you should probably buy at least one release from today's show and just just show your support for labels and artists um we're playing a few that have had quite a bit cancelled um and we don't know quite when things are coming back so I think we, we, it's almost like been a bit of an update this podcast recently. So like um, this week they've cancelled the Festival 2000 Trees, which is Arctangent's cousin, pretty much, um, mm-hmm. run by the same people. Um, so that's in July. So I'm not holding out much hope for Arctangent now. It's, yeah. uh, it's painful. That's the um, last thing when, I've got when, to get When's August. End of August, oh, August. like middle of yeah. August. So and then, you know, there's... Um, so... You know, when we're recording, it's Wednesday. Tomorrow night, we would have been at Cloud Rat gig. That's yeah. just, you know, and all the little sort of um, you know reminders popping up. We would have been going to a, going to Desert Fest this weekend. Yep. Or, you know, it's just it's painful now, isn't it? It is yeah. painful. <laughs> these, yeah, these dates, yeah. these milestones are coming round, and it's like, oh no, yeah. what a shame. <laughs> but you know, um, for the greater good, in the end, it's um, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll not take them for granted anymore. That's that's no, certain. and we'll make up for it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think we're going to lose a lot of money when we're allowed to go back to gigs. So, yeah. Um, So, um, sort of nine 
amazing songs to play as usual. Uh, we're going to sort of go on to play um, the latest release. Well, it's interesting. We were talking this uh, about this off uh, off air, but um, Old Man Gloom have released two uh, albums on Profound Law Records. Um, one's called um, Seminar Eight, The Light of Meaning, and one's called Seminar Nine, Darkness of Being. So, the Seminar series is is something that they've kind of released between albums, and some of them are a bit more uh, experimental than others. They've got like guests on that wouldn't appear on other um, Old Man Gloom releases and things like that. But for those unfamiliar with Old Man Gloom, if you've not heard of them, which is quite unlikely, um, it's kind of like a super group between members of um, Isis and um, Kaven. Kaven. And yeah, it's just... Um, it, it It's experimental in, in some respects, but then they've got real bangers on other albums, so kind of depends where you dip in, really. So I think this will po- possibly be the last few releases with Caleb Schofield on because he sadly died a few years ago um, and yeah it's just um, a really amazing double release I think we were kind of saying off air that um, when they released uh, I think it's called The Ape of God they did uh, they sent out a promo version and um, got a load of reviews and then went oh actually no we've got a another album this is the real album um, just to mess with people uh, and it looks like they've kind of done the same with this but it looks like because of everything that's happened it's it's kind of been released a little bit more seriously and, and kind of like a almost like a totem sort of release so this is really good yeah. I mean it's hard to pick a track from you know two full albums um, but we've gone for one called The Bleeding Sun from um, 7 out of 9 so yeah. Um, yeah I don't know what you made of this one Pete I don't know if you're the biggest old man gloom fan in the world because they're pretty hard to sort of stomach at times aren't they kind of yeah they're not and i I don't know why that is they're they're a band um you know which all of my friends into the same music for me love and adore um and uh i I got the album uh christmas the the big one um i got it you know years and years ago because i've got you know i'm gonna like this everyone does everyone with the same musical taste today and I, I never got it. And every now and again, I'll dip back in and I go, no, I don't get it. And it's not that I don't like it. I just don't get it. You know what I mean? You don't kind of feel it. And um, I don't know what it is. I think that's, you know, it's my loss. I think one day it suddenly click with me that I, I have that with certain bands. Maybe, um, yeah. And it, it is my, you know, it, it's that's it's more about me. But so coming around to this, um, I listened to uh, Seminar 8, actually, even though officially it came out, um, well, it's not out yet. They kind of pre-released it a few weeks ago, seven nine nine um, in the last week or so. And when you pick the song, I took the time to kind of listen to it to the whole album. And actually, I get it. I I I, I clicked with this when I found something. In it. This song, you know, there's, um, and I think this might be my in because uh, I really, you That's know, cool. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think this one is um, this particular song sounds a bit more like Cave In than any other song the record i think but yeah it's um it's brilliant i mean it's almost a bit uh screamo-ish in it, yeah. points in it right? yeah yeah there's definitely like um they've always been a band that have been about self-indulgence and kind of having a laugh really so i th- I think it was like just a bunch of friends kind of coming together to make music and um, that's what it always felt like to me and uh, particularly like christmas is obviously the one that everyone references because it's almost like a concept album about nothing really but um 
that that particular one has got so many different styles on it and you know one minute they'll be pummeling away at some hardcore thing that sounds a bit you know not out of uh, place on a hardcore show or something and then they'll be playing this long drawn out droney thing so it's really unpredictable and whenever a new release comes out you kind of have to almost set aside time to let it sort of sink in um, but I think these are a bit more immediate aren't they they're a bit kind of mm. they're more yeah. in your face so um, yeah I really like this one um, yeah you can get this at Profound Law Records and yeah I'd recommend just yeah like like I say just putting aside some time and um, taking time with these two records but if you um, obviously dip into the Old Man Gloom discography it's, it's massive so um, good luck I think is, is our warning um, so yeah this is The Bleeding Sun um, hope you enjoy it <laughs>
So that was Old Man Gloom. Um, we're going to play a band called Blanchard next, and uh, they're from Chesterfield. Um, next to Sheffield, just just for those who don't know. Don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, they've released a new EP called The Holy Shit EP. Um, you've picked one of the songs off it, Pete. Did this come through for? I think this did come through for review, didn't it? I, I saw it. Is, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good stuff, isn't it? Really interesting. Yes, yeah. I, I, you know, a new band. I've not heard of them, um, even though they are close to Sheffield. Um, which is our, you know, our town. Um, but, you know, enjoyed the whole release. Um, it's, mm. I'm not sure when it's out. Oh, on Friday, it's on the day of the release. Um, when this podcast comes out. So, yes. So by the time, you know, this is released, it'll be there for everyone to listen to the whole thing. Mm. And it, it it's got real energy to it. Really um, a mix of, you know, kind of noise rock and stoner rock and, um, you know, heavy rock and various other rocks um just all the rocks all the rocks and uh you know and there's other bits in the not on this song necessarily but there's there's a track that starts off in a real kind of bluesy way and you wonder where it's going and, it, and then it tips into this uh almost like sun type uh uh drone tones where it's got loads of bits around it they, they remind me um I'm going to reference some bands which no one's ever heard of, so it's pretty useless. But Sweet Cobra and Estuary Blacks and these um, yeah. these cool kind of bands on the fringes of Stoner Rock, but have more kind of like post-hardcore elements to them and bits like that, which I really enjoy. It, it, it's just a bit something different. It's not kind of um, like lazy Stoner Rock cliche, but it has that, you know, has the, the fun of that and the... A more hardcore drive to it all of that together you know makes for what is a you know really good first release you know well i'm not sure if it's their first release, first release from you know from me uh approaching them yeah um i just thought it was um yeah like it, it's got that kind of slacker sound to it but it's it's just brilliant like the drum is amazing i have to say like um we're gonna play holy shit part two but i think the drumming on part one is absolutely breathtaking from um just like an opening statement is amazing. So yeah, mm. I, really, I really enjoyed this. Um, fingers crossed they'll be playing a Sheffield show soon. Um, I'm guessing with their um, sort of closeness to us, I reckon that will happen. Um, Holy Spider should probably pick up on these. So really like this. Um, so yeah, you can, you can get this at simply blanchard.bankapp.com uh, and we're going to play Holy Shit Part 2. <laughs>
so we're going to talk about a, um, a four-way split seven-inch uh, next. Uh, we've always like been quite excited by collaborations like this, like bands getting together to kind of split the cost of a release, and you know we've we've reviewed many many uh, split releases over the years, um, and it's often like a meeting of either uh, two disparate kind of ideas that come together, or um, in the case of this, it's like four bands coming together to make uh, political angry kind of noise. So, uh, Netbeard Death Camp, Closet Witch, Race Traitor and uh, Hagathorn have all come together to do this four-way uh, split. It looks like they've been given about, I don't know, about six minutes each to just make a noise. And, uh, yeah, some have interpreted it as, uh, right, let's use the whole six minutes. Others have just gone, right, let's just put as many songs on as we can. So pick Race Traitor because I've, I've never heard of this. I've not come across this band before. I think I've heard the name about, but first chance to properly listen to them. But, yeah, you should probably check out the rest of the bands on this. Um, did you listen to the whole thing, Pete? I mean, it's only twelve minutes altogether, I think. Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm, I'm fairly um, in the same boat as you. Kind of, uh, I'm more familiar with uh, Closet Witch in particular. Love their stuff. Um, I have heard them though. I've heard them from the uh, Black Flags over Brooklyn. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, sort of uh, compilation record put together. The um, riffs were. A, I can't remember what it's called, the Risk for Justice um, yeah. anti-abortion, uh, not anti-abortion, abortion rights. Yeah. Um, so, that you know, all these, maybe all these bands, I know Closet Witch and Race Trace who are on there. So, um, you know, they've all come from that, you know, from, um, uh, you know, left-wing political stance. Um, and, you know, so good bands. I love Closet Witch. Um, first chance, you know, really, apart from that one song to get into Race Trace and, you know, looking at the bio, they they were around in the nineties apparently, uh, reformed in twenty sixteen. So, um, you know, something we need to kind of you know, fix in terms of our knowledge of this band. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, it, it was. It, it's strange. It's, it, it's got a strange atmosphere to this. It's only like a minute long, but it feels like um, I can't quite like it's a. Slightly disconcerting, a calm before like the storm, you know, like yeah. it's about to blast out, it's just got a kind of edge to it, you know, like a bit of tension around it. Well, yeah. I like that about it, I really I th- do. I think a lot of um, what they've put on here is um, it's almost like a triptych of tracks, it, it's very strange and very unsettling, like you say, it's a bit like there's noise elements in there as well. Reminds me of a lot of um, sort of mid to late 90s grindcore uh, stuff, which was just like thick with samples and sort of pinpoint grindcore kind of drumming and just mental but this is a, a bit more kind of subtle than that and i think it's it's a bit menacing as a result that's why i picked it but you know the whole 12 minutes of this are just it's a it's a journey isn't it it's um hmm. you probably have to spin it a few times to kind of get as much out of it as you um as you really need to hmm. um yeah absolutely brilliant coming together of these bands as well um really interesting it's coming out on um Four different labels, so To Live a Lie Records, Ugly and Proud Records, Moment of Collapse Records, and Cir- Circus of the Macabre as well. So, um, yeah, you can buy the digital album for ten dollars, or um, I think it's at seven inch um, through a di- few different other sources. So, yeah, just really, really exciting release, and just thought we'd give it a bit of airtime. So, um, we're gonna play a song called Subordinate Terror, um, and you can get this at racetrader-hc.bandcamp.com. Um, or any of the other bands that are involved on this split. (laughs) 
note from something quite brief and quite sort of subtle, um, we're going to something deeply complex, deeply unsettling, deeply kind of complex. So Ulcerate, um, their new record um, has come out and it's, I, I can't quite sort of put into words how good this is. So Stare to Death and Be Still is the album and um, yeah, it's it's so overwhelming I had to give it a few listens just to kind of unravel bits really there's so much going on and, and so much involved here and, and people are sort of saying like it's one of the greatest technical death metal records in recent memory and I can kind of see where they're coming from to be honest because it's just yeah it, I, I can't really put into words how good this is so mm. I guess you picked this one but like you probably yeah. introduced this band to me um I've heard of them before, but this is probably right. the first time I've taken it. Um, well, yeah, attention. well, that's interesting because because I, I, I've been into them for a while. I've listened to, you know, the last couple of albums, uh, maybe longer. Um, so, uh, Shrines of Paralysis, uh, Vermis, um, in particular, they, they were around before them, but they're the kind of two albums I've, I've known. And um, there's a change on this album that it, there is a definite kind of shift in their style it, it's not massive but it's there and and what that is is to bring in a bit of, of a melodicism which isn't necessarily there previously they were kind of it was harsher than this previously right. now the first time um it is you know i mean it was incredible um they, they you know they, 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 they've been a you know this amazing band for quite a long time now um and the way they did it you know was was uh, ferocious this brings in this different element. Now, the first time I played it, I, I kind of listened and thought, am I imagining that? Have I just, has my taste just evolved to the point where I'm listening to harsher stuff and therefore, you know, um, <laughs> the so I listened back and I listened back to the other albums and then I read a couple of the other reviews and, and thought, oh, no, no, it's true. It, you know, it, the other reviews kind of uh, confirm that to me that they, they, they've done the same, they, you know, like to mention it everywhere. Um, and, and to an extent, I'm still coming to terms with that. Um, it's 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 not exactly what I was expecting, um, and and preconceptions are stupid things, but they do kind of exist, and you know you you have to take a bit of time to get over it. But I think I you know even even with all that, I think I know um, I know that this is an incredible record, um, and you know tracks like this. Was, I was listening again just before you know we started recording, um, and like. This one is at like eight minutes long. I think towards the end it gets, it really, you know, it really kind of just opens up and it, it's, it is, you know, they've, they've created something quite special, I think, in there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, to me, being new to this band, it, it's quite interesting to hear that because that's what I actually noticed on this record. So obviously the, the touch points are, are really obvious and it's probably stupid to even mention them, to be honest, but like the, the whole kind of, rolling churning kind of death metal sound that they've got um it, like you say this this melodic undertone to it just creeps through now and again and you're like this is brilliant like I'd, i always kind of wonder how bands practice um this kind of stuff or whether someone comes in and goes right here's how everything goes i've got it all worked out already mm. it's almost like they're taking a journey together and and kind of things things happen on the way on this journey and it's it's yeah it's baffling so there's there's parts where i had to kind of roll it back and, and play bits again because i was like well 
are they are they going back to this riff or they uh, was that just a one off and it, often it is you kind of listen to something and you oh, that's an incredible line and then mm. it just it's gone forever <laughs> so really really deep and interesting stuff um and it's it's all on like a concept of almost being um kind of indifferent to death like like death being a part of life and things like that so a bit of existentialism as well um in there it probably couldn't have come out at a better time for that kind of thinking so yeah, yeah. i thought it was just really interesting piece of it feels like a piece of art rather than um a death metal album to be honest with you hmm. yeah yeah fair. so um yeah simple as that really i mean we'll play it and i think people can kind of get more out of this by listening to it than what we're going to blather on about so <laughs> we're going to play the title track from this so this is staring to death and be still
So yeah, um, we're going to play a song next that's going to kind of confuse uh, as many people as that probably did. So uh, Iron Bonehead Records like release a lot of int- really interesting and really bizarre um, esoteric kind of albums. Uh, this is no different. So this is a band called White Knights. Um, yeah, this is um, like a, a debut EP, I guess. Um, only about 15 minutes long, but they pack so much into it. Uh, we're going to play like the, the sort of, I don't know, it's hard to kind of describe this band at all. So um, it's kind of esoteric key, kind of black metal-ish. Um, mm-hmm. It's got folky elements in there. Um, the only reference point I could probably get was, um, we've talked about them before on the podcast, but Meads of Asphodel, just like a very weird concepty kind of metal. So the vocals are very strange, aren't they? Mm, yeah, that, that, it was. It's, it is compelling. It's, it's strange and... My kind of association with Iron Bonehead is, you know, it's real good quality and and slightly off kilter, you know, black and death metal, and you know, it, it's it's labelled as black metal this, and you know, there is you can get that from there, but I, I wouldn't say that's the overriding sense I got from it. it, it it's weird, kind of almost shoegaze to an extent. Yeah, you know, it's just put in a shoegaze by people, you know, by strange people having dark thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a weird thing. Um, yeah, it's um, uh, yeah, I just quite psychedelic, I guess, as well. Yeah, like, um, that's that's an easy sort of tag to give it. Um, yeah, one of the descriptions on there is um, fried frequency despair. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty much where they're at. I mean, the, the there's a, there's a bunch of mushrooms on the cover. I, yeah, you know, I think you're fine. You're not just labeling them, mate. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think yeah. yeah. But yeah, re- really interesting stuff. Um, looks like it's just out on um, cassette. Um, oh no, wait a minute, there's a CD and a vinyl version as well. So you can get the um, digital album for just five euros. So if you like the sound of this, then just chuck up a bone. It's, it's brilliant. So you can get this at ironbonehead.productions.bandcamp.com. Uh, this is the band White Knights off the album Into the Lap of the Ancient Mother. I'm going to play Drift from Ursimul.
Okay, so um, we're going to play a song by a band called Nadia next um, from Norway. Um, you picked this one, Pete. Where did it come from, and, and kind of why? Why did you pick this one? The um, well, it came through on reviews. It's um, it's members of uh, a band I, I know vaguely called Jagged Vision. Um, it says members of Jagged Vision and Ocean Dweller. I'll admit I don't know Ocean Dweller, but Jagged Vision, if I'm right, were um, were around about five years ago, I guess, and they were on Kylie's label. All right, I'm okay. saying all this. If I'm wrong, the whole segment's going to be wrong, but I'll go with <laughs> it. Um, uh, and I think they toured with them, um, you know, towards the end of the Kylie's uh, reign. So, uh, you know, an interesting kind of, you know, they were a decent band. And this this is a four-track uh, self-released EP. Um, it's out on Friday, the day, you know, the day this comes out. And it just jumped out at me immediately. It's 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 really good, really strong. Um, throughout the, it, it's it's like black and hardcore, I guess. Um, you know, like real fierce with you know bringing in those hardcore, but bringing in you know whether it's very vague, very slight black metal elements uh, in there. Yeah, goes at it straight away. Um, and then you know I could have picked any of the tracks. It is it is that strong. Um, and I'd probably just pick this one because it's got a chuggy ending, and you know, <laughs> well, so it's, you know, it's, but it is you know, gloriously chuggy ending, and you got you know, you can't deny that. Yeah, yeah, brilliant stuff. I mean, it's it's kind of just like you say it kind of bridges that gap between uh, the black metal aesthetic and and kind of the tone and just like a really fierce hardcore uh, sound to it. So yeah, I, I was into this straight away. Vocals are fantastic. Um, yeah, just a, like a nice, neat little release. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm I'm well into this. So yeah, we're gonna play the song Trishel. Um, this is off the uh, I guess it's an EP, uh, The Great Dying, and you can get this at nadiacult.bandcamp.com. Oh, my God. 
play uh, a reissue on the Nine Hertz podcast because you know this is all about new releases but I think we're going to make an exception with this one so I think some of the people listening to this might remember this band from about 10 to 15 years ago um, called Marjoram uh, sort of like a, a band from Newcastle um, who used to just sort of appear on quite varied bills so I, I remember there was, a, there was a guy called Ewan Fraser who was in a band uh, called The Devils and he used to put stuff on under the name um, I think it was was it Infinite Monkey, yeah, um, and he also had a, a, a sort of uh, paper zine called Infinite Monkey as well, and um, yeah, I remember him putting these on, and um, these guys would appear on like Raw Nerve forums back in the day. So Paul Priest used to run this big um, like forum and and reviews website called Raw Nerve, which was but mainly hardcore, but included a lot of weirder stuff like this as well. So I remember these guys being on bills with um, the likes of. Uh, like the devils 
and um, bands from around that time, like um, just like noisier stuff, uh, like a kind of matador, like so experimental, weird stuff. Um, mm. So yeah, quite interesting to see. Like they've just dug up these recordings from I think two thousand and eight ish. Is kind of like when they um, when they got these from. So um, right. yeah, I, I just thought it's really interesting. So they've gone. They'll call it ten years too late, which is quite apt and. Just thought it was a really interesting little release and like very strange band. Like, um, kind of reminds me a bit of Harvey Milk. Um, that kind right, of yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah, just um, yeah, like a yeah, nice I, I, snapshot I, I, of history, maybe. Yeah, and you know, quite happily, you know, have a lot of similar releases. You know, like those bands you kind of probably forgotten about from from gigs you went to, you know, back in the day. You know, I think we'd all kind of revel in that. So. You know, I I never saw this band. I do remember the name, but um, but you know, they only kind of just vaguely sort of clicked. You know, who they were with. So I obviously never listened, but um, I enjoy this. I wish I had. You know, this is you know, it's got you know, it's got the kind of riffs in there. It's it's, it's raw. Yeah, it's melodic. It's it's you know, it's got a bit about it. Yeah, really good. It it feels like a, a sort of bringing together maybe of, of maybe lost recordings or. You know p- things mm. that people might not have because like there's some tracks that were recorded in separate sort of sessions and there's there's one that appears on a split seven inch or you know like a split release with another band so this is probably you know a lot of this is kind of lost to the ages you know these these records will be kicking around in people's houses that probably don't remember uh, where they mm. got it you know which gig they picked it up at or whatever so to have this um almost like a document from those those years is quite nice Mm. Um, so yeah, Cruel Nature Recordings have put this out. Um, they've got a, an expansive roster on their Bandcamp, so um, you can dip into that and just find something interesting anyway. But Marzoran are really cool, so um, you can get this on cassette. I think there's only 12 remaining at the time of recording, so if you want to get that, then um, yeah, be, be quick basically. But um, yeah, just, just a really interesting little um, snapshot of kind of like UK underground weird music and um, so we thought we'd uh, bring you a little bit of this um so we're going to play the song uh, blowing cool breeze um and get this at cruelnaturerecordings.bandcamp.com
So um, when I saw this was being released, I, I thought we'd end up playing. I think I would have picked it if you didn't, Pete. So mm-hmm. uh, Thou and the Body um, played Roadburn, I think, probably two years ago now, it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's as amazing as you'd expect. Um, yeah, I mean, it, those two bands kind of mean a lot to this podcast anyway. I mean, we're, we're big fans um, of their output and there's so yeah. much of their output as well to enjoy that, you know, it's quite surprising that neither band have put out any sort of dud yet. It's everything they put out is amazing. I mean, the body are sort of notorious now for collaborating with people and thou the same. Um, mm. And this is just great, isn't it? I mean, the, yeah. um, to be honest, I, I thought I was quite surprised you didn't pick the shellac cover. I, well, yeah, I, I mean, it's, <laughs> but it's yeah, all amazing it, it, to be honest. It is. And I, I, I love this. I, you know, I, I think thou and the body are, two of the most important bands out there you know for any for the music we we like they are yeah, definitely you know the you know the music put out the their the work ethic their ethic their everything about them um is you know laudable and and i love them i love them both you know like the absolute two of my favorite bands so then when you can you know when they work together as they've done on on you know in a couple of previous releases um that just you know that, that that's a special thing to to embrace um and then this is a live recording you know just just been released from like like say from robin so two of the best bands in the world um live recording from the best festival yeah <laughs> um, simple as that really yeah and then i, I played it through and you know I, i've said before like when, when we played live tracks i'm never quite sure about uh live music whether you know whether you're just going to pine for the original you know the the uh, fully recorded version or whether you know what 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 association have you got with a track which was recorded which uh, a gig you weren't at um yeah. for those who weren't yeah it doesn't seem to matter this just seems to take on this this almost this is probably better than the original i think you know than the actual kind of the album song and it's, it's so atmospheric it's, it's incredible you know it sounds like the perfect amalgamation of both those bands you know like you I can't quite work out how um, how two bands come together and sound so natural and sound, you know, yeah. like each other, like both bands that put together, still like a coherent whole. Um, yeah. And yeah. you just kind of wish you were there, you know, you look to it. And, and when, when kind of, a, you know, I think Thou kind of um, pushed this track through uh, primarily, but then when, you know, uh, Chip from the body's vocals, come, which, you know, it's just like, so unique yeah it's just you know i love it i love this song i mean i love the album but love this song in particular yeah i mean to be honest that the, the atmosphere that you can is palpable like through the mm. whole thing it's it's like they're both both bands are really going for it um mm. the guy from thou's vocals like just incredible like absolutely amazing mm. um yeah and um yeah like like you say um they they don't kind of there's there's no space between it is quite intense for the whole release there's not really mm. any any chance for you to kind of have any interruptions by the crowd or anything it's, it's just very sort of um full on um, yeah. and i've listened to this several times now and it's just it's one of those gigs where you feel like um everyone on stage is on point and everyone is like pushing themselves t- to the extreme um, mm. 
and you can yeah. get that energy through this. So yeah, yeah, and worth just really worth kind of noting as well that um, the proceeds for this, all the proceeds go to kind of a charity called Electric Girls, which, you know, read, you know, it's worth kind of just reading out what that does. So, um, a, a charity to get um, young girls learning like electronics, computer programming and things like that. And they've, they've been successful. It's from uh, in the New Orleans area. Um, they do summer camps and, and things like that. So, you know, real kind of positive change and positive kind of in, involvement, I think, kind of, you know, in, in kind of the back end of music production and, and not just music program and all that so you know really good as well really kind of wholesome um you know like uh, everything kind of like i i envisage but you know these kind of beautiful bands even though they create this you know this screaming yeah. horrible music <laughs> there's a lot of you good know, people be- involved beautiful, in beautiful music, music yeah. and beautiful you know beautiful people yeah definitely brilliant stuff so um yeah i mean it was hard to pick um a track from this to be honest um <laughs> you disagreed i could but, tell yeah. you <laughs> but no but we've no honestly i mean i would have picked anything from this it's it's that good so yeah we we um yeah like we could we could have picked any of any of the tracks from this because it's absolutely brilliant but um the one we went for is uh the second track her strongholds unvanquishable so you can get this at the body.bandcamp.com um and various other places but definitely try and uh sort of pick the one that gives uh the money to uh electricgirls.org. 